Hey guys, Scott here with 30 Little Hacksaws. How you doing? So uh, I've seen Avengers Infinity War twice now and uh, I really like it and I really want to get into things about it. I, I really dug and things about it. I wasn't so hot on. And so um, spoilers ahead. If you haven't seen it, don't listen to this review. I don't want to spoil it for you. Just go and experience it uh, and come back. And so let's get into it. So I'm going to do a series of these little audio blogs talking about things, um, talking about different elements of the film. And today I want to talk about Thanos as a villain uh, and whether he works as a villain or not. And so um, after seeing the film, I was I was intrigued by Thanos as a villain. It's it's a different interpretation of the villain from the comics. Um, you know, uh, and it definitely feels like the Russo's interpretation of this of this character. Um, and so, after the film, I, I sort of thought about how they've handled villains in the previous f films they've done. So, in Winter Soldier, the main guy... I mean, Winter Soldier's the physical villain, but really, the main villain at the top is Alexander Pierce, played by Robert Redford. Then you have Daniel Brühl playing Helmet Simo in Civil War. And finally, Josh Brolin here as Thanos. And so I, th I feel the uniting force, the uniting theme that runs throughout these three villains is um, they're all willing to do bad things to achieve their goal. You know, and so the the goal isn't great either, but it's more about the lengths they're willing to go to. You know, Alexander Pierce and Hydra, they're willing to go to the lengths of just killing loads of innocent people in order to make Hydra a world that will be uh, more controllable, uh, that will fall in line and will, you know, bow down to their Nazi ideals, I guess. Um and then in Civil War, it's all about Helmet Simo, and he's willing to to go to great lengths to, um, you know, put this plan into motion. You know, he obviously kills T'Chaka, um, T'Challa's father, Black the Black Panther, uh, in order to frame uh, the Winter Soldier for this act. You know, and he has no personal attachment to um, T'Chaka at all. It's not a passionate killing. It's doing it because you know, um, it'll get him further to his goal, and he does a whole bunch of stuff like that, it hurts a whole bunch of people, you know, and seems emotionally disconnected from it, and he does all this stuff, so that, um, yeah, he can achieve his goal of dissolving the Avengers, and making them shatter from the inside, and here with Thanos, we have him uh, as a villain who um, is is willing to just kill lots of people, you know, and just stomp over everyone in order to get the stones so that he can wipe out half the universe because he thinks that's going to make life better. All these villains think that it's going to make life better, you know. For Helmet Simo, um, you know, he he thinks you know it will. This is it's more an act of revenge really um but for alexander pierce and thanos they really believe that what they're doing is making um the world slash universe better place and they're both wrong really you know killing people doesn't make life better but thanos he's um he's presented in, a, in an interesting way here because for me he's um he's more of a walking talking ideology He's he's and because that all that's all that's seemingly to his character here, he's just ideology, ideology. Even with the backstory of Gamora, you know, all his stuff to her is all about his ideology. And because of that, 
to me, Thanos here is a little bit shallow. He's he's not as interesting as his comic book counterpart. And the next film may go on to deepen his character. But to me, because of that, because of his ideology, there's things missing in the components that make a great film. You know, when you look at Darth Vader, one of the cool things about Darth Vader is the fact he's cruel and he's commanding, but he, he's completely embedded in this, this armour, this mask that, that hides what's going on underneath. And so there's a level of mystery there, you know. That, that, you know, draws you in. And with Heath Ledger's Joker, The Dark Knight, he's a character who's driven by an ideology and talks about it a lot, talks about chaos and how he wants people to just uh, refer back to their primal states and just, you know, just go out and be chaotic. And But there's also another element to it. He's sadistic. He enjoys what he does he enjoys hurting people he enjoys causing chaos you know which makes him a villain but the thing about Thanos that I found hard hard to see him as a villain was because he um he didn't really seem to relish what he was doing that might have been the odd little smirk he gave but it was very subtle you know you know as he's picking off characters he didn't seem to be delighting in it he didn't he didn't laugh he didn't rip them apart with his words he wasn't sadistic in any way I'm not saying a villain has to be sadistic but you know there there has to be something that villainizes them you know and i feel you know making a character sadistic maybe if he'd been a bit like that for me i would have responded to him as a villain a bit more and been a bit more afraid of him and been a bit more excited to see him on screen you know um because we all love a good film you know or you know having Thanos's face completely concealed like Vader's you know and so he you know is just this walking talking ideology um and and you can't see what's underneath and because of that he's he's he's, he's more scary isn't he because it's a bit like dread there in a way he's just this you don't really see what's going on under underneath the uh, underneath the mask but here we've got the motion capture performance of Josh Brolin as Thanos he's com you know we see every little emotion and it's great performance capture work but he's really humanized and he just seems like a guy who's got this goal in mind he's got this thing that he wants to achieve um but I don't really see him as a bad guy because even though he's doing hard things to get to it, you know, I sort of, I see the humanity in him a bit too much, you know, and I think those villain aspects like the faded mask and the sadistic nature of the Joker, that's what, um, that's what villainizes them and makes a distances me from them as a, as a human, you know. I'm I'm there wondering how can you do that? How can you be like that? You know, the ideology of Thanos just isn't enough for me, you know? And on top of that, I don't really understand why he loves Gamora so much. I I, I don't get it, really. Is he just, just a normal guy and he, he sees her as a little girl and he wants to take care of her? Well it's this whole bunch of little girls, you know, that he's just murdered. You know, and so 
I just, yeah, I just don't get it. I'm just, even though I'm, as you're saying, I'm seeing all the emotions on Thanos' face, I'm still, there's a different distance from me to him because there's a distance in that I can't see how he's a villain, you know? He's picking off Avengers left and right, but I just don't, I don't care as much. I just don't care because the film hasn't done a lot to make me really care about the Avengers, you know, because there's so many characters, we don't really follow one particular character as a protagonist. Really, we're following Thanos. But he's also the villain. But he's not that villainous. So you see the conflict in me. And so I hope I've I've put my point about Thanos across. And I hope there are people out there who um, can appreciate that and possibly had the same view i don't know or maybe you had a different view maybe you think thanos is is a great villain um and uh and that if that's if so brilliant um i'm glad glad you really enjoyed his character but as i said i uh i just i couldn't get involved so i hope you've enjoyed this little uh audio blog i'm going to do more about the other characters in the film um and more about other things in the film so enjoy cheers guys